Hello, everyone, and welcome to Third Eye with Lorelai. Grief release. Oh, see. Hang on a second. Hi. I've been seeing a lot of those those guys, the wild turkeys everywhere. It's like, what? Where did you? First of all, we're in the Bay Area. Like, why is there turkeys? <laughs> this makes no sense. What is going on here? <laughs> okay, sorry about that. You know, thought I had it on silent. Clearly, I was incorrect. It is on silent now for sure. everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Third Eye with Lorelai. It is officially fall and we are getting close to Thanksgiving. And man, um, I have been feeling the hibernation mode for reals lately. I've been only wanting to be in really comfy, warm clothing and just hibernating. <laughs> just getting rest, being with myself and doing things. And that's really been the overall theme. Guys, I swear everything's been sort of uh, dialing back quite a bit for me as of late. Uh, you know, as I was telling you guys from the last uh, Small Bites episode that I had, you know, just, you know, really taking a few steps back and um, sort of discovering where I'm at today. And how I need to um, discover what changes need to happen for me. And, um, you know, that's really what a lot of this episode is about. Is about, you know, like discovering where you are and how to really dial in and pay attention to that and in this hibernation mode. And I think that right now is a great time for it because that is the energy of the season is we are in a space of harvest and now we are moving into everything kind of dying back and you're allowed to rest and be within yourself the days are a lot shorter hopefully we're going to bed earlier some of you might laugh at that which I totally understand <laughs> but um <coughs> sorry I've yet another cold it is baffling to me how much I've gotten like some sort of like upper respiratory illness and a, a lot of that is due to the fact that I have two younger children that are in school and um, yeah they're just bringing home all the things and testing my um, immune system non-stop it's quite a delight it's such a delight so you know I have a, a female Barry Manilow voice happening for you today so you're welcome um <laughs> So I'll also be talking mostly about all of the things today in regards to um, burnout, dialing back and discovering how we need to um, shift and how we need to change 
um, internally. So that way, when we come out of this winter season, or as we move into winter, and we come out of it, and move into spring, we are sort of in a space of being ready to shift into um, this new version of ourselves, if you will. Sorry, I'm trying to put my... (laughs) trying to put my phone on or do not disturb or at least my phone my uh my watch because it tends to go off quite quite a bit and that can get really irritating so none of the dings for you today okay so let's start with the crystal because you know I want to keep with our with our um routine I like I like me or some routine here so anyway um I'm going to be talking about dravite today and I actually bought some from my friend Shannon that I've, you know, frequently talk about on the, on my podcast. And, um, drive is, is really interesting. And I, I, I think I've talked about this before when I've done my, uh, crystals for the Zodiac episodes. Um, and, uh, <clears throat> it's really, it's a really interesting looking stone because it looks like solidified root beer. I mean, that's the best way to describe it because it's it's just that really pretty like caramely brown color with a little, <clears throat> sorry, my, my throat is really ridiculous, uh, with like lighter bits going through. And it's almost like, it looks almost like tempered glass in a way. Like it's really kind of quartzy looking when it's uh, polished and everything. And um, it's it's brown tourmaline. That's what dry vide is. So um, I got my description from uh one of my favorite websites the crystal council and this is what they say dravite is so um just really quickly the chakras that are affected by dravite are the heart and the root or root and heart if you want to go in order properties are self-healing self-discovery action confidence resolution protection, love and relationships, abundance, emotional understanding, grounding, life path, grief and mourning, and nourishing and rejuvenation. It resonates deeply with the earth. The zodiac signs that will resonate the most with the stone are Libra and Aries. Obviously, the elements are earth, and then they also put storm in there, which I really love that a lot. Uh, Colors are brown and pale yellow. And then it has a hardness rating. So it goes from zero being really soft and 10 being very, very hard. And this one ranges between seven and eight. So let's talk about the the, the science and the origin. So dravite, also known as brown tourmaline, is a sodium magnesium member of the tourmaline family. And the origin of the name comes from the Drava River area in common day Slovenia in which the stone was first reported back in 1884. Gustav Chermak, who was a professor of mineralogy at Pet- and, oh, mineralogy and petrography. Ooh, did I say that? Petrography. Graphy. Oh my goodness. Okay. Anyway, at the University of Vienna, coined the term dravide. Its color ranges from dark brown to a light brown yellow with semi-translucent crystals, almost resembling smoky quartz. So that was sort of what I was talking about earlier. Like it looks sort of like that quartz sort of situation, but it's really dark. So the best and presumably rarest dravite specimens come from the mines located in Yinathara, Australia. I don't know if I said that right. So if you are Australian and listening to this and I said that incorrectly, I do apologize. (laughs) 
Um, other localities include mainly Brazil, Mexico, and Canada. And these weren't actually super expensive. So if this is something that interests you, you're not going to be breaking the bank to buy some. So, so the meaning and energy. So dravite is a very strong grounding stone that raises one's stamina, life force, and protective energies. Our root and heart chakra becomes open and active when working with or working with or carrying dravite daily. As your heart begins to open, the stone shows that it's okay to allow such feelings and emotions to flow freely throughout your body. The stone is here to calm and soothe your mind so that you may think and act with a level of uh, with a level head. Drive-Eye urges us to fully root down into the physical plane with an open heart that is eager to love, yet always protected. It's a very protective stone over your aura and provides a barrier between other people's energy and your own. We recommend carrying this with you if you know that you're going into an environment where there may be a lot of sick people or even strangers. So nurses, let your ears perk up for that. Or if you're a physician or a physician's assistant or a LVN or if you work in the hospital, basically, this would be a really good one to have on your being. Dravite works specifically with the heart chakra to provide self-healing and rejuvenating energies by opening up your heart and allowing pain and grief to be faced. Only then will one be able to truly move forward on the road to recovery. This stone is here to help you face those emotions with an abundance of love and protective energies. For anyone dealing with sudden trauma or grief, we really recommend meditating with a piece of dravite and carrying it with you daily. Be sure to cleanse and clear the stone regularly as it works in pulling out negative vibrations and may end up carrying some itself. A simple saging will do the job. Now, I found this really interesting. So you can actually pair the stone up with a few things to really enhance the properties. So combining dravite and rose quartz in meditation will enhance the rejuvenating and healing energies on one's heart. This combination provides emotional healing and gentle release of all bound up stress within. Trying place, try to place rose quartz over your heart when meditating to feel its vibrations even more. And for all of my Moldavite lovers out here, uh, combining Moldavite with Dravite, one will begin a very transformative experience. Moldavite has been known as one of the strongest heart stones and is a perfect ally when trying to open up and heal. Dravite and Moldavite together will create an impenetrable barrier over one's aura and provide complete protection as you heal and grow. Okay. So that is Dravite. So let's talk about the quote of the week. So um, the quote that I chose is by, it's funny because I think it might just be anonymous, but it says quote by Anon, A-N-O-N. So maybe it's maybe just abbreviated anonymous or that maybe that is the name of the person and that's what they go by, Anon. Anyway. The quote is, a meaningful life is not being rich, being popular, being highly educated, or being perfect. It is about being real, being humble, being able to share ourselves and touch the lives of others. It is only then that we can have a full, happy, and contented life. So that's the quote of the week. So let's talk a little bit about what is happening right now. And I'll kind of give you sort of like a background snapshot of what's been going on with me. So recently, um, uh, starting probably the earlier parts of maybe September, I've just been feeling really kind of like, you know, 
feeling that burnout sensation, like I'm just getting tired. And, you know, it was, it was strange because I would be getting, um, you know, requests for readings and regressions and I'm still doing the classes, the in-person classes and everything. And I would be like not looking forward to doing them. And that was a really curious sensation for me because it's something that I truly love to do. And so it was like odd for me to feel that way. And so I just pushed through as, you know, we do. And, uh, (coughs) sorry. And so come October and I always take an extended break in October because both of my girls have their birthdays in October. And so I take a lot of time off of work for that time period. And, um, you know, I, the girls were sick. And so then I got sick, of course, and then I got hurt. I hurt my leg and I wasn't able to like walk around and I had to like get a like wound packing in my leg and I had to like get the packing removed and be on antibiotics. And it was just wild. Like what the, what? what the hell is going on? Like, how did this all happen? This was, it was just completely out of the blue, like how in the world? And, um, and plus I'm a labor nurse. So like dealing with wounds, I'm like, what, like, how do I do this? Like I'd, <laughs> nursing school was in 2007. Like, I don't remember wound packing and <laughs> all that. Like, I don't remember. Um, So anyway, that happened and I was just so tired and I I had no desire to do anything. And I would sit down and I'd turn on all my equipment and I wouldn't really have an idea of what I wanted to do. And I wanted to just, okay, fine, I'll go, I'll do do a live, you know, I'll just do some tarot reads on live because I do lives um, on Twitch and I just couldn't bring myself to do it. Like I would sit down and I'd be ready and it would just be like I have all of the desire, the inspiration, it just drained away. And I would it, I was so frustrated about that cuz this is something that I really love to do. I love to be able to offer this uh this thing to other people and to talk to other people and you know, bring that blessing to, to others. And it was just, I I had this monumental wall that I kept hitting over and over again. And it was just really frustrating because I'm like, this is something that I want to do. Why can't I just get on board? Why am I having such a hard time with actually doing things. And the curious thing around that is I recognize I was just waking up tired. I I was waking up and feeling exhausted. I was exhausted throughout the day. I felt like I wasn't really able to be the better version of myself for, for me or for my family. And, um, so I, you know, I'm talking about this with, with other people and I've been getting for like months now, other people asking me like, yo, how are you doing all of what you're doing right now? I don't understand how you're able to do, you know, your podcast and then do readings and then do classes and then do lives and then be, uh, you know, work at the hospital as a nurse with that career and then have, you know, have a special needs kid and then another kid and then have like any free time for yourself. And 
and you know and then all the other things that I like to do like run and yoga and all this stuff and you know I just I don't know I just kind of shrug and be like I don't know I'm just figuring it out and really the answer to that question is I don't really know how the fuck I did it either and I think now we're at a I, I am at a space where the candle that was burning at both ends has reached the end of its wick and I'm all the way done and my body and my mind and my spirit are just like yeah no we're not letting you do anything and the universe has followed suit by like all of the readings and different things that were set up for me to do either canceled or just you know that basically just canceled and the curious thing that happened in my in my head and in my heart was a profound sense of relief. And that was something that I that that was when I really started to clue in that you need to you need to stop. You need to stop now and give yourself time because you're not giving yourself any time. I would be coming home like when the girls would start in school when they're in school and during the morning times is when I would do my lives and I would do readings and everything. And all of that time was taken up and then I would have to go get them and then I'd be doing stuff with them. And then, you know, if we had a, a sitter or something, I'd go and do more readings and then I'd go to work. And it was just a lot of you right now are going, Jesus, like, did you, how did you not realize that that was unsustainable? Well, I wasn't I wasn't paying attention. But now I'm in a space of paying attention to that because it has really been a lot, <clears throat> you know, really coming up against that wall and then having the universe sort of pull, pull back a lot of the things that I really enjoy doing and help me to see where I really need to put back that energy that I've been giving out. Because I love to, to be here with you guys. I love to talk to people and I love to offer support and whatever guidance or what whatever that I have to channel through to individuals to help them develop the tools necessary to help them cope and move through life and find that inner teacher. But I haven't been listening to my own, which is sort of vital in this whole thing. So recently... I, um, I did my, I felt very called to doing the things that I do for other people, but for me, which is pretty like, oh, duh, duh. (laughs) So I did a tarot read on myself and what I usually do for myself is I'll, um, I'll look at the card and look at the interpretation and I'll write down the interpretation. And, uh, normally I just intuitively pick the decks that, um, that are kind of calling to me. And um, I picked this new um, chakra deck that I bought. I actually did a, a live on it on um, on Twitch, opening up that that deck, and it was it was really cool. So uh, the tarot card I, I picked that tar- that the card from there, and then I also did the white light oracle. And the cards that I got for that are acceptance from the chakra deck, which was number 23. And then from the white light oracle, I picked the Lassia of Parvati, which is 32, which I thought it was really interesting that they were the inverse of one another. And um, 
the acceptance meaning was giving from the heart inspiration happy times positive communication multiple perspectives sensing others emotional needs and responding from the heart which i thought was very interesting because i feel like that is something that i'm in, i'm doing all the time for others but i haven't been able to do all those things for myself like i feel like that is where i had been kind of lacking and as you guys don't, as you guys know, I feel like I, I talk about that all the time with you guys. Make sure that you're giving your energy back to yourself and giving that time back to yourself. But you know, <laughs> that do as I say, not as I do sort of situation really starts to hit hard when, you know, now I'm in a space of, oh, hey, this is what you're supposed to do. And I'm not doing it myself. But now I'm in that space of doing it for myself. So then the Lassia of Parvati. So the description is there's a gentler way to proceed and obtain the same or even greater effect, which really that hits for me. That tracks quite a bit. And tame the wild and frenzied workings of the mind by grounding yourself with beauty, pleasure, and grace. Violence and its negative effects shall be overcome and healed through feminine gentleness and inner spiritual strength. This oracle is a sign of great future happiness, which was really um, quite, it instilled quite a bit of hope. Now, I will say that this card came in reverse. It came upside down. So I think what that was sort of telling me is this is where I need to really begin to focus so that I can um, start to obtain some of those things. Because I feel like my I'm unable to see how a gentler way to proceed can get a greater effect because I'm too much in my doing energetic and doing all the things that I'm forgetting that being myself and being who I am is the way that people are going to really respond. They're going to connect better with that instead of me constantly doing and not putting back that effort into myself. So <clears throat> the interpretation I got from both of those things together is that there's a focus to dial back the doing and find how to sit back and gain perspective so that my reactions will begin to sort of ease back and communication will start to come from a space of love and compassion rather than anger and pain. Because I found also that the more I do this work and not put back, the more I start to feel the um, emotional strain and frustration because I'm not putting it back into that space. And so I'm not allowing myself that love and compassion and grace to, to nurture myself. And I would find that pain and anger and illness start to set in. <clears throat> so by detaching from what I feel like I must do to part with the illusion of control is necessary right in this moment so that I can actually give back to myself and allow the workings of the universe to finally unfold and allow that wheel to be turned how it needs to be instead of me forcing it the way that I think it needs to be. So let go now and allow yourself rest. And this is interesting because I wrote all of this down and the narrative shifts from I to you. And this is where I kind of feel like it, it uh, shifts into a channel 
from higher guidance. And it says, you do not have to give anything to anyone apart from yourself. In order to heal, you must see your problems without the external forces. These are internal struggles and how you heal them is in your way and no one else's. And it does not have to look like a battle. And that, that really hit home for me because a lot of times you look at these, these internal situations that you're struggling with and you look at it as a battleground instead of a space of nurturing and, and compassion because you're fighting yourself to get back to what you need. And I, I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to fight myself. I don't want to war with myself in order to accomplish anything because I don't feel like it really does anything except for make me feel defeated because I'm really defeating myself. And there really isn't any winning in that. There's no victory in that. So you do not have to war with yourself if you do not choose to. And that's also really important because it really is a choice. You can make the choice to nurture yourself or to be hard on yourself. It's your choice how you speak to yourself and treat yourself truly. And you have to look at where it comes from. And there was a really interesting story that came up with um, the Lassia of Parvati. Because Parvati, and from this story, Parvati is the wife of Shiva in Hinduism. And uh, Parvati is like the ultimate, like nurturing, loving mother um, creation or creatrix, if you would, if you would. Um, but she also, when when under extreme circumstances, is provoked, becomes Kali who is the war goddess who will, you know, creates death and devastation and destruction. And in the story, she becomes Kali. And the only way that she becomes Parvati once again is from Shiva uh, transforming into a baby. And uh, as he cries, she, be- she sees him and becomes Parvati once more. So in this, I said, like Kali seeing Shiva as a crying baby, you can see yourself and these internal struggles as the things that are in need of nurturing and care instead of a power struggle. Thus becoming the gentle and benevolent mother, Parvati, once again, and nurturing these struggles back into who you are, a more resilient, compassionate, intelligent and strong being that can help others with more relative ease and experience. This work can and will challenge you, but know that grace is essential. You can and will do this. No matter what, you've got this in hand. It will be all right. (laughs) It's funny because sometimes I can't read my handwriting. And at first when I saw all right, I thought I said a light. But I think it kind of tracks with both. You will be a light and it will be all right. (laughs) Take all the time that you need and do not worry who comes and goes. Just keep growing. And I think a part of that, the reason why that, that was the last bit of that channel is because that is something that I would be really stressed about. 
is I'm not doing enough, so I need to post more videos or I need to post more stories or more reels or whatever on TikTok and on Instagram and on Facebook. And and it was like, I'm going to lose people. People are going to stop paying attention. And this is sort of like the universe's way of saying, so what? Who cares? People, there's always going to be people. There's You guys are, we're everywhere. Like it's fine. And it you're allowed to take a break. You're allowed to ease off the throttle for a minute and coast and slow down. And yes, people will pass by. But the more important thing is that you throttle back. And if you lose people, it is what it is. It's not the end of the world. It's not something that is essential to worry about. There's always going to be people. There's always going to be things that come your way. And sometimes the ones that pass by are the ones that are in need to pass by. Let them pass by. Let them do the things that they need to do. Again, that semblance of control needs to be relinquished because it doesn't help or serve anything or anyone. And allow the ones that would need to pass to pass and make the space for the ones that are going to be in your space when the time comes. When you are ready to step out of hibernation, when you're ready to open your eyes and begin the doing process once more, there will be new light in that space and not ones that you are familiar with, which can be scary, but also really exhilarating and refreshing (laughs) because a change doesn't always have to be something that is terrifying, but it can be something that warrants opportunity. And that is something that I am looking forward to because I'm ready for new opportunities. And one more thing I wanted to mention, I I actually was, (laughs) I was in the car picking up my uh, my kiddos, waiting for them to get out of school. And I had this kind of download happen. And what I got was, your wounds and scars are not places of imperfection, but potential. It is up to you how they heal and, and how you grow from the circumstances. How you grow into your unique being is all determined by you and you alone. It is not an external event, but an internal revelation, which transcends time. And usually, and the the picture that came to me is like, you can, you can externalize your growth all you want, but if you really want to see that growth, it happens within yourself always. And you're going to keep seeing the same things over and over again until you begin to change and shift that growth within. And that's why, in a sense, it transcends time because you carry that wisdom with you, just like you can carry wounds with you and, you know, fear and all of that with you um, into different lifetimes. You can also carry that nostalgic peace, that, that joy with you as well and understanding how you are and who you are into different lifetimes and recognizing where you found that joy and that peace with others and with yourself. So when you are placed in a space of being, whether mentally, physically, spiritually, spiritually, or all of the above, 
Take the time to surrender to the opportunity to discover who you truly are and learn where words and wounds have been placed between you and your growth. Whether those wounds or words are placed there by you or something you believed from someone or something else, find how you must unlearn these things and learn to heal and cope. Your only limit is your belief in your ability. So the thing that was really interesting about this is that really um, how you talk to yourself is something that is going to either enable or um, inhibit your growth. And a lot of people inadvertently will say their limitations and they don't even realize it because it's socially sort of acceptable. Like, I can't do this, or I've, I've never been able to do this, or I am terrible with this. <coughs> Sorry. But this is your own, this, that is your own limit. And if it's something that you want to change, then change the rhetoric. And it is in changing that rhetoric that you begin to see how you were in your own way with how you grow. Or it could come from somebody else. That could be something that you learned on your own. Or it could be something that somebody else has said to you. And if that's the case, how can you shift away from that? Because that could just be a projection of somebody else's own limitations. And why are you carrying that limitation with you? And why are you allowing that to um, be in between you and how you can become the best version of yourself? So where are your limitations? Are they acceptable or can you change that? Do you feel like those limitations are there because you're scared or are you, are they there because somebody else told you that and you didn't really know how else to believe? So food for thought on that. (laughs) So that pretty much covers it today. You guys, that's all I got in me. And, um, I think this is going to be, and I'm going to take a a holiday break after this because it's, it's going to be crazy for me for Thanksgiving. It's going to be crazy all throughout December. So I'm going to come back in January and um, I'm going to come back for the first episode will be January 28th. I know it's the end of January. It's a long break, but you know, I also will have my kids for their winter break, which is for freaking ever. I mean, I love having them, but it's a long time. I swear to God, they're always on breaks. It's different than the normal school system. They have like this year round sort of thing where they have like two weeks off in fall, two weeks off in winter, two weeks off in spring, and then they have six weeks off in summer. So their summer is a little bit shorter, but then they also get a week off for Thanksgiving in addition to the two week fall break. And I'm just like, do you ever go to school? And then they get every Wednesday, every Wednesday is a minimum day. And then um, they have every, obviously every major holiday off and then like occasional, like, you know, staff development days, which are days off. And it's just like, man, do they ever go to school anymore? Like, what the hell? So anyway, sorry, that's my, my, that's my only time I'm going to (laughs) complain. But seriously, when did they go to school? So anyway, it's just a lot happening for the wintertime for Lorelai. So, um. But the 28th will be uh, two, it'll be the second day after the third year anniversary of, oh no, not three, is it? Hold on a second, 2020. Yeah, it'll be the third year anniversary of Third Eye with Lorelai. So um, I'll be back 
on the 28th of January. And I will look forward to being a little bit more refreshed, a little bit more with it with y'all. And we'll talk about our holiday seasons and how we celebrated and how we've changed and transformed and maybe even talk about some new things that we're looking forward to in in this year and how we're opening up to new things. The new year anyway, I should say. So I love you guys and I really hope that you have a really incredible uh, move into winter. And um, for those of you that celebrate Thanksgiving and uh, the winter solstice, some of you celebrate Christmas, some of you celebrate Kwanzaa, some of you celebrate um, uh, um, Hanukkah, and some of you celebrate Yule. Either way, I hope that it's a really beautiful season for you and that you're able to find tremendous joy and peace and grace and growth. And I look forward to talking at you again next year. So with my heart open wide to you, I say love and light to you all. Uh, I'm doing okay. I'm just, I'm just, my throat's really bugging me and I've got a lot of phlegm and coughing and stuff like that. I woke up a lot last night because it was just really uncomfortable. Eh, it's okay. It's all right. I just didn't want to take more NyQuil and be a zombie today. So I'm just kind of dealing with it. Oh, thank you. I love you. Now we're, now we're doing the thing. And, and if it rings while I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I did my best. It's not do not disturb. One would think that's okay. I like talking to my husband. loved this episode, please share it. Share it with somebody that you love. Share it with somebody that you think might need this information. And please be sure to check out all of the classes and the workshops that I have available on Akasha Flicks. You can also check out my Instagram and TikTok and my website for weekly pick a cards. Every Monday I do a pick a card so that you can high vibe for the rest of the week. And I have lots of really amazing in-person classes if you're in the Brentwood, Antioch, Oakley area. Lots of lots of in-person classes and different things. So check everything out. DM me for a reading or for spiritual coaching. I'm here for it, you guys. And until the next episode, love and light to you all.